on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Kidder's watching the Avs game. I'm not, which means they might stand a chance of winning. We're going to talk some playoff hockey, get you updated on that. We're also going to talk a little bit about some board game stuff. So, hey, if you're into that kind of board game world, this one's got some stuff for you. And, uh, hey, one of my great obsessions is back, and I'm excited to talk to you about it. And Kidder's got something to rant about. And so you know it's got to be a good show. (laughs) So strap in. Make sure you got a beverage. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V. Mark Kidder. For a cold beverage, porpoises, enjoy time with The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast of cardboard swords and plastic cutlery. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How's the truck in the night? Wait you get on, I can tell you what, man, dang old thing, it's just run mile after mile after mile after mile, and it's just a USA from top to bottom, side to side, 18 wheels of steel, rolling down the highway, and we're just taking a break so we can just get on around here and have ourselves a couple beverages and get old-fashioned, what's it to you? Yeah, that was uh wow, Kidder, you're really taking this whole trucking simulator thing a bit a bit too seriously, man. I'm, I'm starting to get a little worried. You know? well, I, well, let me tell you what, uh, I I don't have uh, the whole truck setup. I don't have the wheel. I don't have the pedals. I don't have all the the gadgets and widgets and all that sort of thing, and the fully immersive simulator. But you know what? Trucking's a lifestyle. You, you know, though, you, you do have all the monitors for it. I mean, <laughs> you're set Almost. up that, that way. We just need to get you the wheel and the pedals and the trucker hat, you know, the basset oh, hound wow. that sits next to you. Well, I got I got an Orion. Not the same as a basset hound. Man. Got Orion. There, there he is. Right? He says yes. And uh, he's usually hanging out right there on my side as I'm moving him 18 wheels, getting some heavy metal, pedal down to that metal as well, rolling. He's usually right here by my side. And then uh, I got a got a trucker hat somewhere around here. I could I could get put up on top of my my old head there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh the the bass down was more of a reference to Smokey and the Bandit, but <clears throat> yeah, you know, yeah, I know. But, but still, here here's a fun one, Kidder. Uh, you know, because we we now live in the the days where Hollywood is just like pulling up any old IP and making a remake, a reboot, a restart. How long do you think it is before we get a Smokey and the Bandit reboot? <sighs> You know, I almost think they're not going to. And my reasoning for that is because it's it's trucking and driving. And we've already had uh, coming up on the 10th Fast and the Furious movie, if you count the originals. So I, I almost think people are getting tired of driving. Yeah, but you know, uh, Smokey the Bandit's different than 
Fast and Furious, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious kind of hits more of like the hot rod car junkie action movie where Smokey and the Bandit was much more like southern country comedy and action. You know, it's a yeah. it's a little different feel and flair. And I mean, when has Hollywood ever stopped to think about maybe people are tired of this? Uh, that's true. But in the, this day and age, I, I do have to say that uh, it's not going to work as well because now with all of the advent of technology and simple things of uh, radio usage and the internet. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing. Who says that you have to make it modern? Well, that's Hollywood. They would, ah. they would make it modern. You know, the 18 the, the wheeler would have satellite dishes on the top and an anti uh tracking coating uh, so then the uh, radar can't lock onto it even though that's not how police k-band radar works uh and same thing with lidar it's that's not how lidar works but anyway uh and then th- there would have to be uh, I don't know another twelve people involved and and get this whole you know team in there uh, and uh, the the car uh, it couldn't be a Pontiac anymore because Pontiac is dead and so then it would probably be like a Chevy Camaro but then it would have to be an electric vehicle and then every one hundred twenty two miles they would have to stop overnight to charge it plug it in. And and then the the truck would have solar panels on it, and they think that they could get ahead. And I mean, I just wrote the whole plot of the movie, and it, you know, there's the realism behind it. And then in the movie, they would get from, uh, let's just say, Atlanta to Los Angeles in uh, a day with an electric vehicle, and not have to charge it or anything. It sounds exactly like what that movie would be if they made it. Sounds good. Let's green light it uh, and, uh, you know, go go start getting some people to uh, invest. And uh, while, while we wait for people to start calling us, uh, wanting to, to put this movie out there, uh, Kidder, I think it's time uh, for What's on Tap. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can do that. Uh, for a second, I thought you were going to throw out that you can support our show by buying us a beer or buying some merch helping us out uh of course the the lazy goalie himself rude boy kyle throwing some cash at our show to keep it going so a big thanks to the rude boy kyle for making things happen there and uh, two ways now to visit us and help us First, of course, is BeerBluesBS.com. And on our website, it's the Buy Us a Beer button or the merch store. But we also have a second merch store, and that's the second option through Streamlabs. Yes, you remember we did the live show. We have a live show Streamlabs merch store and also the ability to buy us a beer through there. So a couple different ways to support us and keep us going for yet another uh, week or two, eastbound and down. Kidder, Kidder, the only time I I plug this show or or beg for money is apparently when we are going to make a terrible remake of a beloved, you know, car movie. Oh, 
Now, is that Smokey and the Bandit 2 or 3? Uh, you know, listen. Woo! I, Woo! Woo! Yeah! Woo! Bird! I have something to say. Tr- truthfully, the first one is my my favorite. The the whole elephant thing of the second one gets a little ridiculous, and the third one I just was always disappointed we didn't get Burt Reynolds. I mean, I love to see Snowman drive the car, but it just I missed the interplay between you know Snowman and the Bandit. That was always the best part, at least for me. Well, I mean, that's what happens, you know, cutbacks. It's kind of like uh, the Marine, right? <laughs> In fact, that's probably what's going to happen with this. The The first movie will have The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson star. Uh, he'll be a uh, uh, snowman. Let's just uh, say that he's snowman. And uh, John Cena will, will be Bandit. And <laughs> Ronda Rousey will be... Uh, <laughs> what's her name again uh we'll go with that and then by the third movie uh the rock won't be in there and so it'll be kevin hart <laughs> who see, takes over his snowman <laughs> see see i i would have thought that it would have been uh the rock as the bandit and and kevin hart as snowman oh right away right, right away i i think that they would just continue mm. to play off that you know dynamic I, okay okay for, for that because because couldn't you see that like you know kevin hart because he usually plays that like panicky character you know really loud sitting in the truck like where the hell are you? and you know uh-huh mm-hmm. little rock just like you know giving kind of his cool action guy blue hell <laughs> you know hmm. you know hang on good buddy i can smell what i'm cooking i don't know Listen, these are neither people that I can do impressions of, and um, especially without us having some uh, vocal lubrication. Oh. So I'm going to bring us back around, Kidder. Okay, because because we're now we're now doing like donuts. So like I'm going to introduce what's on tap again and get ready for Spooky and the Bandit talk round three. I mean, it's it's just how this is going. So, uh, Kidder, I know you're reaching for something. Everybody, if you watched last week, you know what I'm having because I told you all. I I, I put it out there. And so, Kidder, uh, me being the most relevant uh, host on this show, oh, you're gonna grab that one. Oh. What am I not supposed to have this one? Well, you know that that's what I was gonna do for for the second one because okay. I was. I, I, well, well, I, there's 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 going to be number two, and um, yeah, yeah, because I, I was gonna say, Kidder, because you you and uh, the local geek both had. Laughing Sun Space Pro Blue last week. So, look, look, I got one. What? I got one. Yeah. Hey, there it is. Yeah. Thanks to Kidder. I have one of these. So, um, yeah. So, as I said, I'm the most relevant host on the show. Keeping up with everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do have another one. I could have one with you. I, I mean, listen, that, that's up to you. But uh, I might have to start drinking because the avalanche goal was called back as uh, an offside ruling, apparently, even though the puck was in the zone before Bowen Byram. Um, so 
clearly the officials are paid off. So go ahead, crack that thing open. We need to start drinking. Yeah, and, and I'm man. I mean, bad news right on top of this because uh, for those who maybe didn't actually watch last week, so this is a blueberry sour ale. Um, and everybody knows my luck with blueberry beer, just in life. So blueberries, slightly sweet. Art, we'll see how it goes. Well, it's definitely sour. And I can taste the blueberries. Very good. I'm not going to say that it's bad, but it's not for me. I don't know. I just don't like the blueberry taste in it. I think it's because when I have like a sour, I want more of like the citrus, you know fruit and uh i don't know blueberries i just i don't know well the good <laughs> news for you is that laughing sun has a variety of sours in the space probe line and and look at that he has another one for for later that you can't see because no, i'm not was, recording that was uh, last week last week man uh was that's the peaches and cream i had last week you yeah, still have good. some left from last week? No, I just because we went so late last week because we did the impossible oh. music challenge, I didn't like carry the cans upstairs. So, oh, I thought I thought you were still nursing that from last week. No, and 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 truthfully, it's been such a week. I haven't gotten down to the cave, so it's a little messy down here. This is like the first time I've been down here in a week. Gitter, what you having? Well, I pulled this one out of the fridge because you said the other one is uh, going to have to wait. And this one is courtesy of the local geek and his network of spies across the country, taking us to your old stomping grounds of Spearfish, South Dakota, for the pile of dirt border. It's a pile of dirt right there, handcrafted in the Black Hills at the Crow Peak brewing company now this is a six percent by volume uh beverage it's 12 fluid ounces in this aluminum can recycle and peace love and funk there you go don't drink this around anybody named terry i guess Now, judging by the can, as I drop this into the superior North Dakota Yeti, uh, this is probably going to be pretty dark, dark porter. So let's see how dirty <clears throat> this porter is. It smells very chocolatey. And does not smell like dirt. Hmm. Well, it's very dark tasting. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go to the dirt flavor, but yeah, dark chocolate and the Kraken just scored. 
Man. All right. Not our night. All Not our night. is gone. Well, I mean, it's either win tonight and Sunday or go home. And we'll get to hockey later. I think the cargo for the Bandit uh, remake would have to be something ridiculous like uh, an EMP or maybe uh, the 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 Rock's family got forced, uh, captured, and uh, he's forced to smuggle uh, a load of narcotics across the border and uh, and then it wouldn't be as funny as the original and a bunch of explosions and stuff. See, but I, again, I don't know that we need that. Why can't we just go back to smuggling beer from Texarkana? I mean... Because it's Hollywood. Why would you want to leave a good thing? I, you know, I just, I think that you could do it. it it's... You know, if you could still tie it in a little bit, you know, change it up a bit. Maybe, maybe the Rock is hired by a craft boot brewery that's been trying to get its, you know, brew into the hands of some good people. But unfortunately, the big beer corporations are keeping them down, and you know, mm. they 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 can't get through. And see, because everybody, I mean, it's Hollywood. They they love to beat up on corporations. Perfect. They're the bad guys. Big corporation beer. Hmm. Could work. I could also see them remaking the Blues Brothers, and then instead of singing blues songs, it ends up being like country folk. Yeah, the not I mean, so I, Blues Brothers sisters. I, I, I kind of hope that like Blues Brothers two thousand like was the one remake, and because that really like bombed. I mean, I like it. You like it, mm-hmm. but for the most like general public, it bombed. I, a really I, good soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, fantastic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that it. I just don't think it worked for a modern audience. You know? <sighs> and then there's my argument against a, a new Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> well, listen, I, I didn't say that it would be successful or oh. that it would launch a whole. For, it's just that they go to the well and like, okay, we're going to remake Smokey and the Bandit. You know. And then it'll probably flop, and we're like, well, that was a terrible idea, and they'll move on to the next beloved nostalgic, mm. you know, IP. Like the first remake of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's talk about something that's not so depressing. I, I don't think that's going to happen, Kidder. I've seen what you have labeled topic two. I, 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 hmm. I, I mean, I, so far, I feel like there's definitely a funk hanging mm-hmm. over you, a, a dark cloud, if you will. Our abs are losing. We've yeah. been talking about how Hollywood could screw up a beloved, you know, movie classic. And mm-hmm. topic mm-hmm. two says that you're going to do some ranting and raving. So, well, you know what really <clears throat> grinds my gears of sorts. Being. Uh, the peanut trucking. butter whiskey in your old fashion. Uh, that that's definitely going to grind some gears to a halt right there. S- some seizing going on, and then some ass whooping. But really, what what pisses me off is the WWE draft mm. and why. 
why does it make me mad? Because everybody else just laughs at it, and, and I'm the one that just gets upset with it. Well, here's why I'm pissed, because it doesn't matter. The draft is stupid. It's a waste of time. It's two shows that shuffle everything around, and it's just a joke. And the first night continues to show why it's a joke. All right, here are the results, because you need to know. And this is what I was catching up on before I came down here. The bloodline of Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman drafted to SmackDown. That means that the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, i.e. the black belt and the blue belt, or whatever color it is now, go to SmackDown, meaning the brand new redesigned WWE World Heavyweight Championship is the Raw Championship. And once again, they have two belts, two championships for two different shows. And I despise it. I hate it. I didn't like it when they had it all through the 2000s into the 2010s. Make one championship, and that is the champion. And then have other belts. Wait, what do you mean other belts? Like the Intercontinental Championship or the United States Championship? Maybe even the Cruiserweight Championship? Wow, whoa, why would we want all those when we can have another title of the top tier that means nothing. Well, there it is. That goes to Raw. So guess what? Who's going to Raw? That's right, Cody Rhodes. So who's probably going to win the championship first? Cody Rhodes. Also, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair drafted to SmackDown. So that will probably mean that the Judgment Day and... Uh, Rhea Ripley will go to Raw, and then they'll do the old switch like Becky and Charlotte did. Speaking of Becky, she goes to Monday Night Raw. <sighs> I, I hate the draft. I hate it. I hate locking people into only one show, and then the whole brand war that they have for bragging rights and that kind of garbage i i just i despise it interesting notes is michael ps hayes was there announcing some of the uh hey there's a goal there it is there it is the moose on the loose tied one one here we go let's go abs and then here's a surprise announcer for you Announcing the picks of the brands. WWE Hall of Famer, Rob Van Dam. Interesting. Right. Considering he's under, pretty sure he's still under contract with another promotion. He is right now. <sighs> then it moves on uh, to another round, round two. Uh, that's who RVD and, and Michael Hayes announced. Street Profits and Edge go to SmackDown. Imperium and Matt Riddle are on Raw. Should also note that the first round was actually announced by Triple H. 
of Raw and SmackDown's picks. Also, a side note, before the show started, there is a dark match before SmackDown went on the air with Lacey Evans and Shotzi, and the match had to end early because Lacey Evans' top came off. Moving on. Uh, The next duo to announce the picks for Raw and SmackDown, WWE Hall of Famers, John Bradshaw Layfield and Hana Hana player, player, player. That's right. Teddy Long. He's he didn't, but I was hoping he would sentence somebody to a match one on one with the Undertaker, but it did not happen. In this round three, Bobby Lashley and the OC go to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre and the Miz go to Raw. Uh, it's nice to see the OC back together, back on TV, because they've been off for, I don't know, two months. And kind of forgotten about, I think. But they destroyed the Viking Raiders, so they'll probably be uh, facing them in a feud in the next uh, couple months here. The final round on SmackDown for tonight, round four, going to SmackDown, damage control, and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Alba Fire and Isla Dawn going to Raw Shinsuke Nakamura for his first time in his career officially being assigned to Raw and the NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell. So there uh, is your night one picks. Even though everybody is up for grabs, there's only... 16 people slash teams who were moved around which i mean for wwe that is is kind of half the roster but i still hate the draft it's a waste of time it should go away you know make the writing better and then they wouldn't have to have a draft to get interest in people well i you know I can understand. <clears throat> like, like, cause we did a whole episode about the draft. Uh, it was episode 24. It was called drafted and it was, uh, more popular, I think, because it was also the debut of rum, rock and rumors. So, Oh yeah. That side show. I wonder how those guys are doing. I, you know, one of these days we'll have to check back in with them. Um, but I, I think that, we kind of, I, I agree with you. I don't like the whole brand warfare side. I don't mind that there are, you know, people assigned to one show or the other, as long as you move them as you need them, you know? Because, like, the stupid thing about the draft in the years past has been there's been all sorts of, like, oh, no, they're going to be exclusive to their brand, but then, ah, we're, we're going to change the rules because we need people. So we're going to make the rule that three people can cross over each night and it'll be a surprise. And then we're not even going to do that. Sometimes there's going to be like six people who cross over. It's, you know, yep. and for the, like the last eight months, while WWE's creative was truly and fully in the hands of triple H, like people were assigned to shows, but if he needed 
somebody on Raw, they were there. They didn't make up any rules. They didn't make up any reasons. It's just they were there because that was what was best for the story. And I'm okay with that. Like, and I'm okay if you want to do this draft to try to, like, you know, you're, you want to shuffle people around. And it's like, well, we're going to shuffle people around now that Mania is over. Let's have a draft. I get that, you know. But just have them start showing up on the other show. You don't need a draft. It's a waste of two episodes. And <clears throat> I know it's to build the hype and everything because, well, the other sports do a draft. And so, well, WWE is a sport. Let's do a draft there. But no, you don't need to do that. Just I, take a page out of AEW and just have people show up on a show. And they're usually on that show like the old days. I, you know, I, I get that. I guess I'm just saying from like a storytelling perspective, mm. I, I'm, I'm okay with using it as that, you know, a way to just like further the story. But, you know, as I would say, I would do it like, okay, hey, we want to do some major switching around so that we're preparing for the next mania. So, yeah, we're going to do a draft and make something of it. But then, yeah, you're just kind of, you could still move people back and forth and, you know, it's really just a story element. Mm -hmm. And that's how it should be used. I still you don't know? like it. I don't want anything to do with it. I, I want it gone. Gone. Done. Never shows up again. I hate I, it. I, I think it's I think it's a permanent fixture. Oh, yeah. I I know. At least it's not well, in one hand, I'm okay with them not using the sound effect for the with the superstar lottery graphic showing. But I liked that presentation a little bit more as it was a true lottery draft. And then it wasn't so arbitrary of how they do it. Yeah, we made the lists and now this show gets the pick and this show gets the pick. It, it just it, it, it I, I will uh, say as a story element, it does work better when you had like the warring GMs, you know, because then then it made sense for like the story. Like you have um who was it? You had like Bischoff versus McMahon, you know. Uh -huh. It it made sense in a story like, okay, yep, we're gonna we're gonna draft who we think we need to make our show the best, you know, in the ratings and things. It like again as a story element, it worked there. Here, where you have no authority figures, you know, well, it, that's what they tried to do. They tried to do it again because, you know, oh, that's a great pick for Raw. Oh, man, SmackDown stacking the lineup. It What, what does it matter? They're just it, a show and a show. It's all WWE. It's one company. Yeah. And then it, when you have the authority like you're talking about, it, yeah, there, there's no warring general managers against each other or anything, even per show. It's just Adam Pierce, WWE official. Yeah, matter. It, yeah, you, you need that like reason and that bit of the storytelling. And that's when it to me, it works kind of best. But now. Yeah. It. It doesn't quite work for the story anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So I like the idea. I like the concept. And, and in fact, here, I, I've been watching a bit more of, I, I think I've talked about this, the YouTube channel, um, Parts Fun Known. They've been playing through the GM mode of uh, WWE 2K22, and now they've switched up to 2K23. And I, I, to me, one of the best episodes is their draft. And again, it's because you have boring GMs. They're trying to put on the best shows. You know, it's not necessarily for everybody because they don't have enough money to book everybody. But just to kind of see, you know, that like, who are they going to take for this season of the show? That makes it interesting to me. You know, who else are they going to sign along the way? You know, in the current series, Stone Cold got signed. You know, so he's having a... God, who did they put him with? He had just a terrible feud with somebody. It's a, it's like, if you were going to bring in Stone Cold, why would you partner or put him up against so-and-so? I forget. It was one of those where it's like, really? All right. <laughs> so, and Truly, I believe it's because uh, the extra push for this is because the shows are on two different networks between USA, i.e. NBC Universal and Fox. And that's why the other belt is now here again, because each show, each network wants to have a champion. So you have to have a big name on every show and you have to have this and divvy up the talent. And I don't know. Partially the joining uh, with Endeavor, UFC, maybe all of the networks will just decide to, I don't know, put it on ESPN. And so Raw and SmackDown will air on ESPN and then, you know, can watch it on uh, ESPN Plus or something to that degree. And that would be handy. Or they just go to the NBC product. I, I don't really care. I just want them to figure it out, make up their mind and, you know, not have three belts, four belts, ten championships that all mean nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I will agree. I, I really didn't feel like they needed another championship belt. I, you know, because they, they've had times where they haven't done stuff with the mid-card championships. So it's why do you need this? And I actually saw a pretty good uh, graphic that somebody put up that uh, at the end of the next WrestleMania, WrestleMania, I think it was like 40. It was a picture of Roman Reigns and he had all three of the big championship belts. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, the next panel had triple H unveiling a new belt. Mm-hmm. And it was WrestleMania 41. And here's Roman Reigns with four belts. And then this, Triple H, mm-hmm. here's the new championship and WrestleMania 43. Here's Roman mm-hmm. with all of them. It... I don't like it. I want it to stop. Oh, you you, you don't want like 10 championships? Like, hey, hey, maybe, maybe this is like the Oprah. Maybe Oprah is one of the people booking this. You know, it's you get a championship and you get a championship and you get a championship. I mean, that's what it sounds like now, but... Uh... On the, on the one hand, I don't mind having a bunch of championships that are floating around in the mix. And again, I think of 
you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, where you had the cruiserweight championship, the light heavyweight championship, the hardcore champion. You had the, you know, the the world heavyweight championship. You had the WWE championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the United States Championship. And then, hell, we'll just throw in the European Championship as well, because the European champion uh, chip was was in there as well. So, I mean, right? I yeah. I just I don't like that many champions because then you're not working towards anything. Well, here here's my my emphasis for going that direction because you split them up between the shows, kind of like what you do now, but they can show up on the other show every so often. And you can have those different levels of championships top to bottom where, yeah, you won your first championship. It's the, you know, U.S. championship, whatever. But you're working towards something else, developing your skills, learning how to be a champion and really giving them something to do. And you can build all those storylines like they used to do. And. Uh, I I would prefer that aside from creating another random uh, championship just so then they can have, you know, that on another show or something to that degree. But anyway, um, that's that's pretty much about about all that we need to really. Yeah, I was gonna say, how far are we from backlash? Because it's that's next week. Is it next week? Yep, they're okay. going to Puerto Rico um, next Saturday. All right. So by the time this comes out, <clears throat> backlash has happened. Yep. Yeah. So uh, doesn't do me any good to say, "Hey, join us. We'll be live streaming after backlash." Hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll be live streaming mm-hmm. after Backlash. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of chat about uh, about your guy, CM Punk, lately. You know, you are correct. And before we move uh, to the other side of... I mean, it, it somewhat fits into the WWE realm, but it'll take <laughs> us to the other side of the wrestling aisle. So the first rumor I just wanted to share before we kind of start to shift is that allegedly WrestleMania 41 is strongly leaning toward Minneapolis Mm. and the U.S. Bank Stadium. Mm. So start saving your pennies now, I guess. Mm. But... Now, with uh, CM Punk, that's right, you're you're talking about the best in the world. He was at Monday Night Raw this week. It was in Chicago. He stopped by. He was talking to some of his former uh, colleagues, people whom he still gets along with, and talked to him, even had a, a word with Triple H. And asked if he could stick around for the show, and Vince McMahon said no. So he left. 
But kind of cool CM Punk actually backstage prior to a WWE event. First time in eight years. Yeah. I I mean, I, I there's a lot of people making a big deal about that, and I I don't know. I don't know that I would ever foresee Punk going back to WWE. You know, so. maybe in a couple of years when Vince is like unable to insert himself, like physically unable. <laughs> I, I, it's never, never, never going to happen, Kidder. I, Kidder, I don't know how familiar you are with like the Warhammer 40k lore, but the, um, I, and I will tie this into wrestling. But in Warhammer 40k, the the lore is that there was this great emperor of mankind who helped spread mankind across the galaxies and the universes. But he was eventually betrayed by his sons and mortally wounded. And he was basically encased in this great golden throne. And people now have to sacrifice like thousands of souls to him every day to keep him alive so that he can continue to rule over everything. And this is what's going to happen with Vince. You know, eventually, like, he's going to be in some like weird like life support thing that still allows him to control everything it's gonna happen man you know mm. mm-hmm. it'll be like a giant like almost like iron lung he's, he's trapped in it he never says anything it just puts out a printout like every like monday night like 30 minutes before the show starts he goes here's the booking you know mm. suddenly turns into the face of vince a la Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, very much that. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a Great. there's a geeky Warhammer reference in wrestling. Great. Yeah. Hey, I'm just trying to just trying to hit that <laughs> algorithm. I mean, those Warhammer fans, they're going to be like, "Ooh, what this? They talked Warhammer on this thing? Maybe I'll check it out." <sighs> it's it's not going to work that way, but probably not. No. No. Anyway, the other uh, news with CM Punk is that he is uh, his return to AEW is imminent. And there's a new AEW show Saturday night, two hours in length, live like dynamite. And it's supposed to be called AEW Collision. It's supposed to debut June 17th in Chicago. And that's apparently when CM Punk will make his return. And this will be very much like the WWE draft where people on one show will be stuck for the most part on one show and on the other show stuck on the other show again for the most part. Allegedly. The uh, elite will be headlining Dynamite and Chris Jericho and others will be on Collision. And also, apparently, FTR will be on Collision. I, okay, first. Yeah, I mean, fine if they want to do a new show, although why they aren't, like, working in, like, Ring of Honor. You know? Because you have that. Mm-hmm. 
they'll probably bring in more of the talent because they cycle matches through and the titles and whatnot. Right. But I mean, you could have called it like AEW Ring of Honor. I'm just saying, because you have it, because uh, truthfully, Kidder, Collision, stupid name. <laughs> damage Control? Uh, yeah, it's right up there with Damage Control. I mean, I, I just, I don't know, Collision, it's like you have Dynamite, you have Rampage, and you have Collision. You know, which it, it sounds more like a fender bender. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. It, it just, it doesn't, uh, it's not exciting, you know, it's, mm-hmm. eh. so I don't, I don't like the name. And that's why I guess I say like, you have Ring of Honor, use that, you know, mm-hmm. you can still market it as AEW <clears throat> Ring of Honor. AEW Saturdays of Honor. How long did it take us to come up with that? Two minutes? Or AEW's Rings of Saturday. Well, that's how she uh, how she rolls. I mean, I'm just saying it. Yeah, stupid name. And I think you could have done something better. But it doesn't surprise me that they're going to do kind of a brand split. And and to some degree, they do now because there are people who show up on Rampage more than uh, others who show up on Dynamite. Yeah, but that's much more of, um, and I've never been to an AEW taping, so I don't know if Rampage is first or second. But they, a lot, they, a lot of times they do those shows on different nights, hmm. and and so they will record AEW Dark Elevation, and then Rampage afterward, and then uh, those who get the dynamite show we'll see you know the two hours live of dynamite and typically they'll have other matches before it potentially dark elevation matches as well yeah i you know which okay that's yeah fine i it is what it is but yeah it sounds like punk is coming back and he's trying to figure out who he can work with so Mm -hmm. Sounds like it will be Chris Jericho at this point. Also, the idea is that there will be debuts because this will be a brand new show. So they'll try and bring people back, maybe even some new names and names floating around. (coughs) Not really a new name, but of course, the person who hasn't been present for quite some time, the Redeemer, Miro. That's uh, one big name, uh, even though he is still technically part of the company. Uh, Kota Ibushi. There's another name for you, potentially. Wow. Here's one that I think is a bit on the the outside uh, of the crazy limits. Goldberg. And the reason I say that it's on the outer ledge of crazy town is because Uh, He is getting up there. He wants a retirement match with WWE, and he's been working with them for basically 20 years. Yeah, I I don't think Goldberg will switch. Also, just on on Kota Ibushi going to Collision and not Dynamite is surprising. He's got a very long history uh, with Kenny Omega. including being a tag team called the Golden Lovers. Uh, so kind of a surprise that they would put him on a 
show that doesn't have the elite, but potentially, because obviously this is purely speculation. I, and the I final, mean, final name Mercedes Monet. Yeah, I don't buy that one. She just got an extension with the company she's working with over in Japan. So it's not to say it couldn't happen. I just don't think it's going to be right away. So I, I think truthfully, and I don't know where you're getting this list from, Kidder, but I, I think that they just went through and listed off anybody who is kind of floating around out there. So I think Kodai Bushi's contract is coming up or is up uh, with New Japan. So I think they're just kind of speculating. That's why I throw it out there that it's purely speculation. Yeah, I, I, but I, I think it's like of the wildest sense. You know? mm -hmm. Even Bobby Fish, because he's currently on contract or under contract with Impact. It, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Get her, I, I, I finished hmm. this uh, blueberry sour. Good. I'm, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, to drink something better. At least I'm hoping it's better. Okay. Are we all done with the wrestling talk? Or do you have more mm. tidbits of information? Well, <clears throat> you know, uh, the elite just took out uh, uh, Takashita and Blackpool Combat Club still together. They're taking out pretty much everybody. Uh, this you might be interested in. Uh, Adam Cole was getting his... Uh, ass whipped and orange cassidy and bandito who had a match earlier in the show for the international championship came out to save him against uh the jericho appreciation society but it was four on three suddenly the music hits and roderick strong runs out to join Adam Cole, baby. Apparently, <clears throat> apparently, WWE didn't resign him partially due to the soft freeze of hiring. Yeah. I truthfully I I'm not surprised that he ended up over there. Um because he's the last member of um, what was their name? Um, <clears throat> Undisputed yeah. Era? Yes, Undisputed Era. Yeah, because it was Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly. And Kyle O'Reilly, yes. I got you. Nah, listen, man, it, it's... Has it's, it been a week? It's, well, I mean, it's it has been a week. We had our uh, our site summit this week. An opening of a new exhibit, National History Day. Uh, I have walked, or at least done probably close to 20, 25 miles. No, folks. No, folks. Kidder is not applauding my exercise regime. The Avs scored. I just I want to clear that up for the audio listeners or such. It's, it's Jack Johnson. Also... I do want to bring this update to you since it's a quick little snippet. 
in the second intermission. It's the Dallas Stars in St. Paul facing the Minnesota Wild. Dallas Stars 3, Minnesota 0. Tony Khan uh, talked about the Owen Cup coming up double or nothing, and then it's happening during their Canada tour. And we'll go through the Forbidden Door pay-per-view in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, in July. It was a very awkward video of him reading off of the uh, teleprompter. All right. I, I was going to say, since you said tournament, the thing that I've always wanted one of these wrestling companies to do, nobody ever has, but I think it would be something. Uh, especially like if you want to do, say, King of the Ring or a cup for this. I want to see the tournament where it's everybody. Like, it's the entire roster. <laughs> Top to bottom. Well, then, then it's going to happen just like the stupid draft where you get just people here and people there like, well, I don't know. And, and then it just... Nah. I, I, I actually think that you could do it and it would it would propel some storylines. Like, you could build off of it. You know, somebody gets mad that they get beaten, so they interfere in that next person's match and you spit them off to a feud and you know it would it would quickly it would go fairly quick and you could maybe do some like larger like multi-man matches you know to maybe whittle it down a little bit but i just i always wanted to see a a, a tournament that was more than like well here's uh here's eight guys we're not using at the moment let's uh let's have a tournament of these eight guys you know i i think uh-huh. can... and i'd rather within one night yeah i i would rather see it be one of these bigger kind of things that you know plays out over months we could fill out our brackets you know I basically, I want a March Madness of wrestling. Something that actually matters, unlike March Madness. Hey, I came in like 20th place in our agency uh, bracket. I, I for playing. Well, you know, I could play for free, and I chose my bracket based off a random number generator. So, Do, it's all right. you remember what I did last year with the March Madness bracket? No, no, I, I, I don't. Okay, so they forced me to play, and it was like 10 bucks. So I donated $10 to the cause. But I started in the top left and worked my way down. <clears throat> and here is how I did it. And I don't have the app on my phone anymore. I had a coin flip app on my phone. And I went, so it was level playing field for everyone on the, on the sheet. The person or school in the top line was heads and the school in the second line was tails. So I literally went top to bottom, flip heads, tails. That one wins heads, tails. This one wins. And then again, second round, same thing all the way to the center and then went down the right side, same thing, heads, tails, heads, tails, heads, tails, all the way to the championship. It was uh, very, 
very bad. It, it wasn't last, but yeah, it was completely random. Yeah, that's kind of what what this was. This was me using a random number generator to pick numbers that were going to go. And I did it okay. Hmm. Grand scheme of things, but um, okay, get her. We, we've been out. We've been we've been teasing what's on tap round two. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's time we have a drink. I have a feeling it's going to be a long drink. Yeah, probably since 1952. Yeah, yeah, that's right, folks. We we kind of have the same drink. I say kind of. Uh, Again, I hinted at it last week that I was going to be having this because um, JS was drinking it. Because again, I'm always relevant. But I have the uh, Finnish long drink cranberry version, uh, which is 5.5% alcohol by volume. And it is gin with natural cranberry and juniper berry flavors and carbonation colored with elderberry. But Kidder is rocking the original long drink. Oh, this is the original? I thought it was the last one because it says the finish. Kidder, leave the dad jokes to me, okay? <laughs> Just. Hmm. Well, it's gluten free, so there you go. <laughs> 12 fluid ounces 5.5% alcohol by volume and this is out of North Carolina the long drink company in fact but hey a sign of the times and a sign of good luck the ball corporation aluminum in the long drink cans the finish Uh, this one the blue can apparently the original a traditional citrus Gin with natural grapefruit and juniper berry flavors and carbonation. Now, I don't know if yours has the same story on the side here, uh, it, there, it, Jaco. It, it does. Oh, so long drink is a top selling category of alcohol in Finland now available in America. The roots of long drinks go all the way back to the 1952 Summer Games in Finland when the country of only 4 million people was still recovering from the Second World War. Concerned with how to serve drinks quickly enough to all the visitors, the government commissioned the creation of a revolutionary new liquor drink, and so the first long drinks were born. Now... This legendary taste has finally been brought to America by the next generation of Finns who want the world to experiencing the refreshing and unique Finnish long drink. Available online at thelongdrink.com. Yeah. How's that? And uh, Kidder, I I, I do believe uh, when I had this before, and I'm pulling up the local geeks, handy dandy spreadsheet just for my own clarification on this uh but i believe that i rated that version that you have a five out of five holy crackers yeah i i really liked these and i liked them enough that i actually went out and uh yeah i did rate it a five out of five um i actually went out and bought the six pack that that i shared one with you hmm well, thanks for that. First of all, the scent, you get that grapefruit 
right at the top and and it's not very um piney <laughs> so i can appreciate that out of the gin you get like the good part of the gin and i i already took a sip i was very impatient and thirsty i, I saw <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it kind of reminds me of a fresca i i could see that but yeah i mean it, it it's it's it doesn't have that overly powerful juniper taste and that that grapefruit just comes in yeah. just nice and yeah. pairs with it beautifully i do like the the mesh that's there it's a very very good duet of flavors huh huh uh solid four from me my favorite of the gin drinks is still the gin tonic pineapple that used to be the original one that used to be at humpback sally's may it rest in peace i can see that i can see that and um but but kudos kidder because i know you're not a big gin drinker so yeah i'm glad to hear that you uh, i'll take a four out of uh five from you but thanks um, for I mean, bringing the gin and juice yeah I, i'm looking forward i haven't tried this cranberry one i was i was waiting to capture your thoughts on on yours so Oh, that's good too. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm not a big cranberry fan usually, but I enjoy that pairing as well. That is just it's a really nice kind of flavor combination. A duet, as Kidder so eloquently put it. Mm, I'm gonna you. steal it. Um yeah, I like this one just as much as I like the other one. Kidder, this is another five out of five for me. I think I have found a, a new favorite non-beer beverage because, I mean, cold smoke is still number one in my heart. But, <laughs> but mm. it's it's a long drink. I, I'm going to have to pick up some more of these uh, of this one, too. I, I'm, I'm now I'm looking forward to summer, kidder. I'm looking forward to sitting out on my deck, sipping on one of these, enjoying the night air. It is perfect for you. A long drink for the long drinker. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. They should sponsor you or the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is this is good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, hey, Gitter, since I mentioned cold smoke, uh, I know it's kind of hard to see at the light, but up behind the uh, old uh, Darth Vader helmet back there, uh, Kidder's giving me the signal that there's a fight going on. Uh, at least I, I'm pretty sure that uh, hard to see up there, but I actually uh, the local geek shared with us that there's a company called Alpine Touch that has made a cold smoke, uh, basically a meat rub. And uh, my wife and kids actually purchased some for me as just a you're an awesome dad gift. So it's been up on my set for a little bit. I'm looking forward to uh getting some tasty meat and uh trying it out it's smoking the meat yeah till then it's set dressing but i'm looking forward to trying it i thought you said it was a seasoning not a dressing yeah yeah it's yeah get her (laughs) i'm excited about something Well, this could be any number of things. Oh, it it's it's one thing. I haven't talked about this in quite a while, but I uh I got that well actually, so here's what happened. 
I was uploading uh, one of our videos to YouTube. Yeah, so they'll be up and ready to go. And what do I see? I see a suggested video uh, from the Geo Wizard, who, if you've been following this channel, you know where I'm going with this. He is the uh, creator of the Straight Line Mission uh, challenge videos. And he's got a new one, Kidder. It launched just this week. Uh, he is trying his fourth attempt to cross Wales, something that he said he was not going to do uh, because he'd kind of given up. He's had a, a, a bad run and, you know, spoilers on the first three runs, but he, uh, you know, his first run, he, he burnt his food at his campsite, like on purpose, and then ran low on energy and had to quit. The second time, he went with a partner who had a medical condition that flared up and forced them to quit. The third time, uh, he went with his brother, and unfortunately, his GPS system caused some problems and caused them to, to not really succeed. So he's he's he was kind of like, I'm done. I'm going to call this a victory. But he has, uh, because he hasn't ever been fully successful at this, there's some other people who said, well, we're going to do it. We're going to complete some challenges, uh, including a group that is um, completed another challenge that he failed, which was to go do a straight line across Scotland. Uh, these two guys did it. And they made it across Scotland in a straight line. And they announced that their next country that they're going to do is Wales. And he's like, no, wait, 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 wait. I started this to be the first person to cross Wales in a straight line. I need to be the guy that does this. He contacted them, and they were gracious enough to give him a chance to do it. So he he quickly trained and packed and prepared, and he is attempting once again, to walk across Wales in a straight line. He's got a different strategy this year. He chose a line that had fewer farms and farm fields and more wilderness. He's normally kind of avoided those because you can run into things like cliffs um, and such that make it almost impassable. And he's trying to get across uh, in four days. Uh, it's a longer route, a harder route, um, and such. So the, the first... The first day uh, video has been posted. I've watched it, and uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing him go through this. And Kidder, I will say, with this route, because I know we always talk about it, he, uh, he has far less trespassing that he has to do on this route. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, um, if, you, if folks haven't heard me talk about this, the goal really is to walk in a straight line and to deal with any obstacle that comes your way. But that also means that you sometimes have to go through other people's property. And he's not seeking or getting permission before he does. Um, so he often dresses in camo. He tries to sneak through. Um, he's only been caught once, really. And uh, that was during his crossing in Scotland, where he got caught by a farmer who then called the police on him. And... Uh, they kicked him out of the country because due to COVID, they were under severe lockdowns. And so technically he was in Scotland illegally. So hmm. that happened. Um, so I, I watched that. I'm looking forward, Kidder, to seeing how he does on this run and watching every week. I'm, 
I'm so excited. I had to like, I uploaded our video and then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to sit and spend the next 45 minutes watching this because it's like, I, I want to see. I also found he did, um, the geo wizard did a collaboration video with a group that they are. I don't know if there's a pronunciation for it, but I'll just spell it out. It's S T O R R O R. Uh, they're a parkour group and they wanted to try a straight line mission in, uh, their home tire, uh, home territory in England. So they're doing kind of like a, not across the whole country. I, I don't know what the correct, what the right term would be. So think of it more like a county is what they're going across. Um, but it's a so it's a group of parkour guys, and they asked the Geo Wizard to make them a line. And the Geo Wizard, being that he didn't have to go across this line, was a bit of a dick and put these guys through some really tough obstacles. I'm most of the way through the first part of it. It's it's okay. It, it, there's like six or seven of them, and so they keep switching cameras on it, and it's it's okay. It's it's all right. It's <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a, interesting because these are guys who are free runners who are used to like scaling buildings, jumping, you know, all of that. But here they are, like in the wilderness hiking, and it's a little bit different for them. So. It's interesting. Hardcore parkour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm still, I'm addicted to these straight line missions. I love them. They're great. They're, they're a lot of fun. But I'll keep updating. So get ready, folks, for probably like the next, I mean, it, well, it could end next week. I don't know. I don't know how successful he was. But for the, hopefully for like the next four or five weeks, I'm going to be talking straight line missions and giving you updates on uh, if there's anything cool or exciting. And you know what? Link in the show notes to it if you want to watch along with Howard. And, you know, by the time this episode comes out, there will be a couple. Uh, you'll have a couple of his videos out so you can get caught right up. So good times. Speaking of getting caught up, Kidder, yeah. if people have been paying attention to the show, uh, you're you're watching the Avs game. I think it's time for a playoff hockey update. How are we doing? Uh, well, uh, it's uh, do or die tonight. <laughs> way to way to lead that one in. And uh, Howard, I blame you because you were watching the game on Wednesday night, and the Avs lost that one. And so. I, I, I I wasn't watching. It was on behind me that you had. A, I have the text message proof that you had or uh, the luck, shall we say, that somebody changed the channel on the TV where you could see it, whether you did it or somebody else did it. But the universe made it happen. And I'm calling shenanigans. And therefore, because the abs lost. It's your fault. So, so I, I have to correct myself on that uh, on that text, Kidder. I thought they had turned the game on. Uh, really, what it was, it was the um, the Bruins Panthers game was on, and they were showing highlight clips uh, of the Avs game once it started and was going. Right. Likely so it was one of those like I happened used. to look up to check that score, and I'm like, Likely. oh, the Avs game is on. Hey, Kidder, they just turned it on on my screen. 
but that, that sounds like a likely excuse to try and not have as much blame for them losing on Wednesday. Kidder, Kidder you know me. I am honest about if I actually am watching the game. Um, I mean, I, I'm not well, going to watch lie. that part of it. I, well, I, <laughs> I saw this pieces. I, I mean, I'm not going to fully lie. I mean, come on. My team is on. You, you don't think I ever once in a while, like turned around and looked like, Hey, what do we got for a score? Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I almost, I swear, man, I almost feel like you can only watch hockey in the off season. That's the only <laughs> time that you're going to be allowed to watch hockey. No more <laughs> done. What? Hey, why do you think I've been following so much like Minnesota wild news this winter? Right? I mean, it's, it's because like, I don't care if they lose. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? It's like I, I, you know, I, I might as well cheer them on, or at least pay attention to how their season's going because right, it doesn't right. affect the house. <laughs> and a, a score update because we've been keeping track of the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild currently in the third period with just over fifteen minutes remaining in that game. Dallas Stars 3, the Minnesota Wild 0. Is that an elimination game for the Wild? Yeah! Woo-hoo! Uh, that would be 3-1 Colorado Avalanche in the second period, three minutes remaining there. Now, the series, as you so kindly mentioned is in progress and so there's not a winner at this point can go either way and i have more information about how it could go anyway but right now the uh, stars lead the series three to two so so if this game finishes then the wild are out and gone and playing the golf on the links yeah yeah there you go so yeah. let's 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 get it done. Let's make it happen. I do have to ask you, and it's because again, I haven't been really following because again, I don't want to, to jinx our team more than I usually do. But if I'm not mistaken on where we are bracket wise, does that mean that if we beat the Kraken in Game Seven, uh, our next opponent is the Stars? Is that correct? I believe so. I don't have the the uh, bracket in front of me in the bracketology. Uh, the graphics department didn't give me that prep. But I do believe that the next step will be the winner of the Stars uh, Avs. Uh, sorry, Stars Wild. Uh, I was just looking at the screen because one of our players is against the board and Looks like he's messed up, and it's Cogliano. Looks mm. like they just railed him into the boards, and thankfully he was able to get up with the trainer. But uh, Eberly, number seven, straight up boarded him right into, with his head down, and right about here are the boards. Oh, yeah, his head came down and went straight into the boards, and there goes Cogliano out to... The locker room. Two minutes left in the second period. Abs lead three to one. Yeah, so I, 
I, I was going to say, Kedar, I looked up the bracket, and yes, I am correct. Of course, the bracket I looked up was the one we talked about uh, during the Impossible Music Challenge uh, that was like the EA Sports it's in the game. game simulated version, but at least tells me the, the answer. Perfect. I, I do have another question for you, Kidder. Yeah, unless, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I saw an interesting post on Facebook today, and I'm hoping you can enlighten me <laughs> more. <laughs> I think I know where we're going with this. Go ahead. Because uh, it's about Kel McCarr. Oh, yes. And it, it was a, about some penalty he took and how it was a no call. Yes. It became a major. Yes. Then a minor. And now yes. a suspension. Is he suspended right now? Is that. So what happened in game three? I believe that was because this would be game no, this is game six. So uh, so it would have been game four. Uh, McCarr was chasing one of the Kraken players, and I think it might have been Everly, into the Avs zone. Was able to break up the play. The puck went uh, by the net, and uh, uh, I don't remember if Georgiev maneuvered it away or it just went wider than that but uh eberly (coughs) excuse me went out toward the boards was pretty much fully standing and mccarr was right on him and mccarr checked him like this into the boards like a normal shoulder check would be and like a wuss completely collapsed and laid there motionless until the officials blew the whistle and then the players came over and like helped him up and they made a big deal out of it. Like he was run through the glass or something, or his head was like this, like what literally just happened that should have been a major penalty because he was boarded like this in this specific instance, McCarr was coming up on Everly like this, as they were moving toward the board and a check like this into the boards. What happened? He was down playing the injured card. They blew the whistle. All right. The officials got together. Now, what would probably happen in any other officiating game is they would look at it. Okay. He's injured. They'd probably figure that, uh, cause they can't look at the, review uh, the replays of it to review it unless a major is called okay so they probably wouldn't call something if they actually had a general consensus of legitimacy about them in this case the officials got together the four of them and they decided to call a major penalty so at this time calling the five minute major for interference was the call they can now review the replays so they reviewed the replays and as a result of the replays they then uh because with a major in the nhl you can stick with the major if it's you know blood that's a big one uh that's the enhancement where you get a five minute major if there's any blood it's a major uh but If it's severe, it's a major. And then what they can do is if it's not to the criteria that a major penalty 
should be assessed, they can downgrade it to just a two-minute minor penalty. And that's what happened here. McCarr went in the box, the Kraken scored, and on with our lives. Well, McCarr had a meeting with the NHL Player Safety Board, and they not only assessed him uh, with, uh, I believe, a fine, which, you know, how they like to throw out the fines, but they suspended him for one game. So here's what I don't quite understand with that level of it. I've already talked about how it looked, what happened in the game. Uh, I'm sure by now Howard has also seen the clip. Now, with that sort of a call, an interference call, mind you, not a boarding penalty, not a roughing penalty, not uh, any kind of other, you know, uh, fighting or any other major, you know, contact to the head. Simple. Any other penalty. It was just interference. Okay. How is that? to the level of a suspension, even if it's just one game. It's McCarr's first offense. It wasn't negligent. It wasn't malicious. Like he didn't uh, charge into him, right? It was literally a check against the glass and the guy is a wuss. And he sold it enough to make it look like McCarr completely railroaded him and destroyed him and what do you do so uh, i think the not only the officials screwed up but i think the nhl player safety board screwed up in this instance because there have been way more dangerous plays from other people and other teams that deserve being suspended and even kicked out of the league just go back and watch my rant about jordan bennington that pile of trash and go from there so was it uh worthy of it no i don't think so what just happened in this game absolutely that that would be a suspendable offense for boarding contact to the head negligent play especially if you were setting the precedent to that uh, Kale McCarr check into the, the glass. So so while you were talking, I actually pulled the play up um, and, and have watched it now and, and watched the replays of it. And, and I will say, it is an interference penalty. Okay, just because of the guy's already shot the puck, he didn't have Delayed the puck. Hit. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's a late hit. You could call it interference. I, I'm fine with the the two minute minor on on interference. It does look like an ugly hit. I mean, he does go shoulder shoulder, which is fine, um, but it does kind of look from the angle like he, like McCarr kind of gets his forearm in there a little bit on the neck and it could just be the angle. I can't tell like how much actual pressure it's. I'm not saying it's a punch, but just, you know, as he hits the guy and he falls back, it it just looks, it looks more brutal than it really is. But I will say there is a problem 
in the NHL, and I'm trying to remember what team talked about it, of uh, right now there's a lot of players who are embellishing on these hits to to get penalties drawn so that you have a better chance with the power play and scoring. And so I, I, I will say I don't think it was the, like, it wasn't the worst hit I've ever seen. It's not, it's, I, I don't think it's one game suspension worthy. I've seen much worse. Uh, you know, it, it penalty. Yes. You know, a minor penalty. Sure. Perfect. But it's not, it's not a one game suspension. Yep. So that there's, there's my take quickly having viewed it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I sometimes wonder though if you don't get like the board of player safety, like the fines. I I see because that just goes back to the NHL. So these <laughs> are salaries. Um, but I kind of wonder sometimes if they don't assess like a suspension, even like a one game suspension, as a make good. So like the Seattle Kraken fans aren't like, yes, like no, we suspended him, we find him and suspended him the first offense, you know. That kind of, hmm. you know, deal. Kind of like you know, we've we've gotten upset. We've seen Avs players get hits, and like nothing happens from it. I, oh, that that crap was happening that entire game, and so you can imagine my dismay of how absolutely trash officiating was going on, and then you have that happen. I mean, you, you got to call these games down the middle. And if you can't find officials who can call it that way, maybe it just needs to go back to uh, the the main, uh, I can't remember what they call it, but it's, you know, Hockey Central, where all the games in Toronto are being watched. Uh, all the games are watched in Toronto, okay? Uh, the war room, I think is what they call it, whatever. Right. And that's where they make the final call. on a lot of these, all right, the light goes on. They, they saw a penalty and it's just like NHL 2k 23, where you did something in the game and the game calls a penalty on you. In fact, let's get, uh, AI involved and the AI just watches all the plays and then there it's an even playing field. There's a penalty that's uh, the AI off of all of the camera angles determines that it's a penalty and it's a two minute or a five minute and there's oversight by Toronto. Yeah. <clears throat> I just I solved the problem with the officiating for all sports. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think the AI would work probably quite as well because again how do you assess some of these you know some of these things it'd be a little hmm. tricky you yeah, know i'm sure it'll catch up in the next year <laughs> it'll be fine it'll it'll i <laughs> even if they did it now this year with the ai the chat bots everything they 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 focus that energy into reviewing what's a penalty, what's not a penalty in all of NHL. They get it in there, and there's still 
the oversight by the war room in Toronto. It's kind of like uh, how it finds uh, like your your word processing document when you type a wrong word it's misspelled or you type the wrong grammar and it puts a line underneath it it's like a flag Boop! this <clears throat> this is messed up and this needs to be addressed <laughs> yeah but i think that there would be some <coughs> issues there i mean it's not the same as when it's picking out a, a misspelled word and also let's let's not forget with like the chat you know gpt i think is what it is and, uh, yeah, and like yeah. the google bard google bard couldn't even make us a bloody mary kidder do you really want to trust our hockey officiating to an ai that can't make a bloody mary frankly i think we're in about the same spectrum right now so it's only worth trying <laughs> let's let's just oh. y- you know what and i'm ready for terminator and T2 to happen. So let's just get it over with. Uh, we have the Cyberdyne building here in Bismarck uh, on the north end. Uh, I'm sure you, you've you seen it because it's a state-owned business uh, building. <laughs> yeah, business. <laughs> they operate as a business sometimes. But there you go. The Cyberdyne building lives. It's already here. Let's get sn- Skynet going and start it in hockey officiating. Yeah, let's not. I I, I say no. I, no. I'm not sold on this kidder. I'm not. No. Well, maybe if there's a company called Google Listening or Microsoft or even Apple, and I'm saying it obnoxiously slow so the algorithm knows what words I'm saying, they could work on it, present a piece of software that works, analyzes enhances let it go do it hmm. <laughs> I see. i'm out no, i was gonna I'm say out. i kidder has just uh yep. finished his long drink i got about a third of mine left <clears throat> yeah it wasn't Steve. that long of a drink it well, was pretty good though it, it, it is and i'm, I'm enjoying Trying this one. I, I'm trying to nurse it through the end of this show. Gotcha. I figure you wanted to know uh, with the update as well from the other teams around the NHL uh, because the Avalanche won the Western Conference. And so we already know that part of the bracket. But Hurricanes and Islanders. The Hurricanes pull off the victory in overtime 2-1, to one, eliminating the Islanders from the playoffs, four games to two. And then, here's one for you. The Bruins and the Panthers. You know, the Bruins, they're kind of a juggernaut through the end of the season. Long winning streak of games, lots of goals, you know, that sort of thing. Well, Guess what there, Jaco? It's going into game seven. And this is what I was talking about tonight, apparently, because I didn't actually watch it, but uh, caught the beginning of overtime. Or no, uh, excuse me, no overtime. It was the end of the third period. There's five minutes left. That's when I tuned in because the Avs game was supposed to be on. The Bruins had a score of five. 
And the Panthers had a score of five. And the commentators made sure to mention that, and if I caught it correctly, and I haven't watched the highlights, but apparently all five of the Panthers' goals were scored in the third period. And there was five minutes left of the game. So they scored five goals. And when I was watching, they scored a sixth goal. So awesome there. And then I wasn't quite paying attention as the game was wrapping up. But the Bruins pulled their goalie to try and gain the advantage there. But the Panthers, whoop, empty netter and pick up the victory seven to five meaning they scored seven goals in the third period to pick up the win over the Bruins, and that is going to game seven. And that uh, will be on Sunday. And you might want to know what's happening over on the East. They play again tomorrow, uh, but the Lightning and the Maple Leaves, making it a bit interesting there, Toronto leads the Lightning series 3 to 2. The Devils <clears throat> have taken over against the Rangers taking the series lead 3 to 2 there. Very happy that the Devils picked it up, figured out what they were trying to do and uh, have now taken control because the first two games they got smoked. And unfortunately, <clears throat> with uh, Vegas, uh, the Jets only won one game, and the Golden Knights win the series four games to one and now wait for the second round. So there's your hacky update news standings. There's three minutes left in the third period. Again, with the stars and the wild stars leading three to one. Uh, well, still a lot of hockey to be played, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep talking about it either until we win the cup or we're eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> Whichever comes first, <laughs> or a hack up a, a lung because. Pretty much since after this show last week, I've been like, eh. Mm. I sound better than what I have the rest of the week. It's all these late nights you're putting in, kidder, doing that trucking. Let me tell you, you smoke the straights and you're out there late at night. Long hauls, heavy hauls, mountain passes up, down, sideways. Just it takes a toll, man takes a toll I, I'm surprised that it it's uh, kept you as engaged as it has because I mean really it's just picking up stuff and delivering it somewhere else and I, I mean I just don't know I, I I don't see the appeal well there's there's a couple pieces of added excitement, uh, if you want to call it excitement. Maybe interest to add to that appeal. Uh, Number one, lots of customization and extra mods that you can download through the store uh, on Steam that allow you to customize the game and enhance it even more. Very cool. 
So uh, the second part, Rude Boy and I can play Convoys is what they call it, but it's multiplayer online. So you can go get jobs together or you can just play on a server, each do different jobs, go in different places. And then just seeing what kind of shenanigans you can get into. Like me barreling down uh, one of the Colorado Rockies highways up there in the uh, high altitudes with, uh, you know, 70,000 pounds of cargo in two trailers behind me going 95 (laughs) passing cars. On the left, on the right, trying not to hit them, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. you ever you ever jumped the truck off the uh, runaway truck ramp? I, I tried that uh, yesterday just to see what it would do. And it's not as cool as you think. It just, you drive into it and nothing really happens. It, it, it's more of a glitch zone than not. Uh, I think the creators figure that you can avoid that as much as possible. And it's there for aesthetics because it's a real life thing. You know, but, but where's the fun in that? If this is, if this is truthfully a simulator, a simulation, a accurate portrayal of trucking. Oh, I hear you. I mean, not that you actually ramp your truck off of the runaway truck ramp. They are kind of designed to, like, slow you to a stop. Yeah, they they stop you. But, yeah. I I just, I I get that you can play it multiplayer. I don't know. It's just not my, it is not what I would would play if I had time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... I don't know that I would be as engaged with that. Now, if it was a board game version, maybe, but I, yeah, I. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's, uh, I'm not actually playing right now. Just so you know, this is a replay from earlier. And uh, I, I actually have three trailers here. You can see that. Uh, I, I don't I don't care about any traffic laws because I have trailers and I have flashing lights on my truck, so I can do what I want. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, don't so am I not mistaken, or, or you know, don't you get fined for breaking the traffic laws in this game? Doesn't that uh, hurt your overall profit? It, it it's true. You you can and you do. Uh, for this, I turned uh, them off. uh but i have run many a red light and been fined 700 to 1400 dollars depending if an officer is present in the game or not i've also been fined for going 25 over the speed limit yes going 95 in a semi down the interstate ah yes um if you look in the comments on the bottom left corner, you can see that, dang, it's me responding to uh, another comment, which you uh, can't see at this point. <clears throat> However, uh, you can see that uh, here, I thought you were interested in the trucking. And then you can support the channel by visiting 
our Streamlabs link, and that is streamlabs.com slash beerbluesps. The comment above it was uh, a spam comment. An account joined the channel, as in watching the channel there, subscribed because I have it set to subscriber-only chat, and you only have to subscribe for a second to be able to type into the chat, but it was a copy and paste message of, Hey, we have bots and streams and we can help us and uh, we can help you and you'll get followers and it's very interactive and you just go to this website and you, you should do that. Just support us. Go to streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. And then you can support our stream. Uh, you see lazy goalies name floating down there. That was from our uh, live stream for the hundredth episode where he tossed $25 our way to help support the show. Keep us on the rails. And he is still the top and last contributor. <laughs> so It's still there. Still hanging out. You know, we will be doing more streams, at least of our wrestling content. So there's that. And who knows? Maybe uh, maybe one of these days we will do more with the main show. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that, that tends to be some work. So, <sighs> yeah, it can be. Um, so so there's my truck. Uh, Lazy goalie was was uh, floating in there. If I go back into the daytime. There you go. There's cruising through Arizona or uh, something. Yep, there I am floating through Arizona. I was on a long uh, thousand mile trek to drive up to where a job was. And so as you're bobtailing, as, as it's called, driving your truck without a trailer, you know, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of power so you can drive. So there there I am uh, going around these curves at uh, 85 miles per hour in a 65 zone and just kind of going wherever. And mm, I own this road. Don't mind me. Excuse me, bus. Uh, I, I mentioned customization as well. And that's something that's really cool so here you can go in the garage there's different pieces you know there's the the exhaust stacks you can have uh basically no exhaust showing where it goes under the truck or you can have one top pipe or the double and and there i i have some extra lights up on the top of the uh the truck so uh very very interested in adding those extra lights. And with one of the mods, we were able to add the lights onto the grill of the truck as well. So I have a few extra lights on the truck now. But you can customize the wheels, the wheel type that is the brand. You can customize the hubs even down to the lug nuts and the colors uh, of those. Uh, the, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of customization that goes into it. And even the controls, you can control the windshield wipers, your turn signals, high beams, if they're on or not. 
even customization into the cab. There's the lights. Look at that. Nice and lit up for you there, Jaco. I know you like the lights as much as I do, but what I what I really want to go to show you is inside the cab. And I know it was I was in the cab customizing at some point. And I gotta find where that was if I can do that real quick. Which I can hope that I can do real quick. Uh, there was one of the there's one of the <clears throat> hauls that I, I uh, was going with there today, hauling a mine truck, uh, the chassis for a dump truck, and it's an escort mission, so that's why all, all of the law enforcement is, is out there. But uh, here's a, a pause menu. There's the missions. So... That's a save. There's the mod menu, so you can download mods, add them to your game if you would like to partake in the modding. I wonder if I just did that uh, off the stream. Anyway, uh, there's a couple Easter eggs in the stream, and as I continue to stream... Uh, I have a feeling that even you, having watched a couple of the streams before, would uh, enjoy seeing what I have in the cabin of the truck. And I'd start it up now, but I mean, it's, you know, getting to be around a certain time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, I only got a few things left to talk about, Kidder. I mentioned board games. Well, I wanted to review one. Mm -hmm. So I got a new one. Uh, it's a card game, but it's called Doomlings. And I'll hold it up. The fancy deluxe box that I got. Um, Doomlings is a simple little card game. Uh, two to six players. It's about 20 to 45 minutes to play. Very simple. Really what it is, is you're playing through a set of ages until a catastrophe happens, some end-of-the-world-esque event. After the third catastrophe, you the game ends and you score. But each round, you are drawing a handful of cards, and you play a card. Uh, and they... There are different... Basically, they're all different traits. Like, you might have a rainbow horn. Just one of the cards I grab. Or you might suffer from boredom. Or you might be parasitic. So you're playing different ones, and they, they give you different abilities and different ways to score. Um, there are dominant traits, which have this lovely gold kind of border. So this is the heroic dominant trait, and you're limited on how many of these you can play. Uh, but me and the wife played a, uh, played this one night. Um it's been a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to playing it with more of the uh, the family. Just a, a great little card game that's kind of easy to learn. No real strategy. Um, when Lefty and I played it, uh, she was a little worried because a lot of times with new games and with it's just the two of us playing, I'm a little bit more of a strategic and better player than she is. Uh, so there's always that worry that I'm just going to stomp her in it. Um, 
but this game, like it, you don't have to have a real, like you don't have to be a tactician to play. Uh, in fact, it has one of the best paragraphs ever. And I'm going to just read it real quickly. Welcome to Doomlings. On your first playthrough, you might overthink your hand. Like there's some hidden perfect path to take. But when is this ever the case in life? Rest assured, there is no perfect card to play. So for now, play something cute, try some things, and trust that the cards will help you find your way. So just kind of saying, you don't have to be an expert at this. Um, and she ended up beating me by like six points. So that's how it goes. Uh, I got the deluxe version of it. It comes with all of the expansions and probably the stupidest selling point was like, and three secret random foil cards. Okay. I I, I didn't care about that part. I just kind of like, oh, I can have the whole game, all of the expansions, and for like 50 bucks. It doesn't even take up a lot of shelf space, but... A whole three. They're very generous. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's a really kind of interesting gimmick. It, it's kind of like trying to collect on the collect, or cash in on the collectability aspect of it. Which, uh, speaking of Kidder, uh, I've been following some terrible like board game speculation. Uh, one of my favorite board games is Arkham Horror, the living card game. Because it's like this great mix of like deck builder and RPG and it's all in the Cthulhu based you know, lore. It's great. I love it. But some of the products are starting to go out of print. And so they have um, the way that the game kind of was sold was for the longest time you would buy the base set and then you would buy like the first part of an expansion and then you would have to buy every month a new part would come out a new deck would come out which would be a new scenario and some new cards and being a living card game you know it you could always get it you can always you know it's not like magic the gathering which was collectible card games you get your booster pack you open it up and you you get what you get you might not be able to get everything that you might want the thing with it was they do these campaigns like dunwich legacy but then a couple months later, they would release Return to Dunwich Legacy, which would release a few new cards for both the scenarios and such that would just change the flavor so that if you played that campaign several times, you could mix these components in and, and get a, a different taste and a different feel and change it up for yourself. Well, these Return to products are going out of print because... Uh, Fantasy Flight has switched their model to instead of releasing all these decks that you have to try and collect to just, hey, here's the campaign. Here's all of the investigator cards in one box, and then you can buy all of the scenario stuff in the second box, which I think is great. But because they've switched that, the return to stuff is kind of going away, and so people are like selling this stuff and buying this stuff in droves because they're like, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to get this again. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, so it's just total FOMO going on. And, and I'm seeing like, you know, for like a box like this kidder with maybe like 50 to a hundred cards, like selling for, you know, 150, 200 bucks online or more. It's, 
outrageous. It it, it really is. Um, so it, it it's kind of interesting. It's kind of sad to me in some ways because you know just it's going to be harder to find the stuff that you want. I I wasn't really interested in the return to stuff. I have a hard time getting that game to the table just because it is uh you need kind of a committed group to play. I just haven't had time lately. Uh, but it, it's it's interesting to see all of this wild, you know, speculation in the board game <clears throat> market. So, yeah. Speaking of wild, their season is done. The Stars win 4-2. to two. And on that... Uh, News that you might either find great or saddening. Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while, and we're out of topics. And um, oh, I uh, twelve minutes left in the Avs game. Yeah, you really think we can stall for twelve minutes, or just wrap it up and then I'll just sit and watch. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's up to you. It wouldn't be the oh. first time that I, I had teed up the cheap plugs and yet yet you threw me a curve. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting there mm-hmm. yawning. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't want you to Head fall late asleep. night trucking. I, I, I know, but I don't want you to fall asleep during the show. That doesn't do well for the ratings. If one of the hosts falls asleep oh. during the show here i thought you were worried about me falling asleep while i'm on a long haul cross country uh, trucking out there just you know uh, and then suddenly i'm careening off one of the uh, very large uh, cliffs in colorado or something you know if you were maybe an actual long haul trucker maybe what do you mean i'm not a long haul trucker. I, I mean, in real life, Kidder, you are not a long haul trucker. You mm. you don't drive a truck. Mm. Yet. How do you know? Um, <laughs> but, but, but pretty uh, sure. <laughs> you seem pretty available. I see you on Twitch streaming and <laughs> trucking. <laughs> yes, in a virtual world. That's listen. That's just my my AI interface to a real truck out in Colorado or Arizona. It depends where I am at the time. But you know what? That truck is out there, and that truck is on the road. And trust me, because I've seen how people drive. That truck is out there, <laughs> and I'm getting goods to where they need to go. Does any of those uh, goods involve beer going to Texarkana? <laughs> um, you know, doesn't go over that far. They haven't made it past Texas yet. Uh, yeah, I, I I noticed this was me bringing it once again back around to Smokey and the Bandit. It, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the DLC is on the way, and much like a new movie from these eras, the, you got to pay for the extra content if you want something of substance. Speaking of paying for substance, go to our website, beerbluesbs.com, and you can help pay to keep us on the air. Maybe that's why nobody is actually giving us money. 
or buying us beer at this point. Aside from Local Geek. Thanks to Local Geek for the and his, uh, like I said, his network of spies out there getting us the tasty beverages from different places. Again, BeerBluesBS.com. All you got to do is click the buy us a beer button on there and <clears throat> you can buy us a beer, two beers, what? Three beers, a six pack, 12 pack. Even if you don't feel like buying us a beer, you can buy us a sparkling water or something. Just help support the show, BeerBluesBS.com. Another way to support the show is by visiting our merch store on the website, BeerBluesBS.com. Click merch and right there in the merch store, we have shirts pint glasses you know like this classy beer blues bs pint glass the traditional logo by itself there perhaps kidder's old-fashioned the perfect recipe right there for you on a nice pint glass and <clears throat> other things like stickers if you want to show your support you could put this on your vehicle or perhaps a trailer of your 18 wheeler beerbluesbs.com for all of those and uh, order now and order often we are also at streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs for donating to the stream slash to the show or the merch that's available there there's some t-shirts and stickers they're in a slightly different variety so it's kind of like an exclusive web store that's a little bit different streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs please visit us there as well now if you're watching us thank you for doing that make sure you subscribe to the channel youtube.com slash beer blues bs click the thumbs up on the subscribe button there and you don't even have to turn on notifications we just appreciate you subscribing and watching the videos <clears throat> every week putting out the new content and you never know when we're going to be doing another one of these shows live as for the wrestling review well there's one coming up in a week and uh, at this point it's already a week ago so you can visit us on the youtube channel there uh, youtube.com slash beer blues bs if you're more of the traditional podcaster and you like listening to our shows we appreciate you listening to the show as well and you can do that on any of the audio platforms, including YouTube podcasts, because we're on there, too. So YouTube podcasts, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Amazon podcasts, including all of their music variants. Sub just subscribe to the triple B on there with those mentioned already. We are also on all of the audio services out there like Spotify iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Podbean. We're also on <clears throat> Player FM, and I'm sure we're on more of them. Just search for Beer Blues NBS, and please subscribe. If you have an audio podcast service already and you like to listen to podcasts on that service, just search for us, Beer Blues NBS and click that subscribe right there on uh, your phone or your tablet or your computer help us get to more people we're helping you sharing is caring 
<sighs> I think I pretty much mentioned everything that's out there, Howie Blues, uh, aside from social media. I mean, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. You can join us on both of those platforms by liking or following the page. Search for Beer Blues NBS or go to facebook.com slash beer blues BS or on Instagram, instagram.com slash beer blues BS. That's, of course, if you're using a computer, if you're on the app itself, just search for beer blues and BS and please subscribe. I say subscribe, but you don't actually have to subscribe. It's all free. We share some funny things on there. And then you can comment. Give us your reaction. All of the above. Again, Beer, Blues, and BS on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, everything in between. And, of course, BeerBluesBS.com. So... With, uh, they actually uh, show the uh, scoreboard with the time on there in the third period. Coming from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. Eight minutes, 36 seconds remaining in the third period there with Colorado leading three to one. He's Howard Blues. I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thank you for joining us for this and every episode of beer blues and bs remember to keep your glass at least half full there is free beer tomorrow and well we'll catch you on down that icy stanley cup playoff tuscan highway have a good one and we'll see you on the next episode of beer blues and bs You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. So, how's it been since I last saw you? <laughs> it's about the same. You do any more trucking? Uh, no, I was catching up on wrestling. Hmm. That, that explains topic two. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a topic. Oh boy, I'm excited. I'm geared up. You shouldn't be. I, well, listen, listen, here, 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 here's why. I have a feeling it's going to be depressing, whatever you're going to talk about. But I, I have to note, Kidder, this is probably the first time ever in the actual run sheet that somebody put the word rant. Like, all of our rants have been, like, a bit more organic, spontaneous, hmm. you know, on the fly. This is the first time that we've ever had somebody write down, 
at this point, I am going to rant. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's not the true word of rant because, you know, there's a W in front of it, like wrestling. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't crush my hopes here, Kidder. I, I was so excited. I signed into the run sheet. I saw a rant. I'm like, woo, content. There'll be something. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. You're, you're just dooming us right now because I know well, what that is. Yeah, but you're not watching it, so. Yeah, well, we, we saw how that worked out Wednesday night. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I told you. You didn't leave really enough. Uh, I, I left like before the first period was over. Not early enough. <laughs> and that Couldn't was help you seeing Hackstall on the screen. So there, you just saw Seattle. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I'm not 100%, but I don't think it works that way. No, oh, well. All right. You ready to get this show on the road? Oh, I got to start the trucking game? No, no, I, I mean, you know, actually start. Oh, wait, I mean, start putting down the content. Start making it happen. Hmm. Yeah, we probably should. All right. Then I can get back on the road. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm holding you up from your trucking. <laughs> Okay, here we go. I'm so glad the wild lost. I'm so glad the wild lost. I'm so glad the wild lost. They're not in it anymore.